I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation, and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. Every story has a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? But is there something more to good story? Is there a structure that underlies some of the most compelling stories told from myths to books to Hollywood films? Well, some say yes, and others suggest that story structure should be much more fluid than tightly held patterns of then this should happen, then this. Welcome to Engage With Story, episode 11. Today is a solo show, so you've got me, Ben Amos, in your ears for the next little while as I bring you a breakdown of popular story structure that's already been mentioned a whole bunch of times by the Engage With Story guests. That's right, today I'm going to break down Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey. Now, the Hero's Journey is a pattern of narrative that was identified by American scholar Joseph Campbell back in the 50s through his book, The Hero With A Thousand Faces. In it, he deconstructs the theory, which describes the typical adventure of an archetype known as the hero. That is, the person who goes out and achieves great deeds on behalf of a group, a tribe, or a civilization. This concept is sometimes known as the monomyth, the idea that there really is only one true story structure underpinning all good stories throughout time. So what I want to do for you today is to break down the hero's journey so you have a greater understanding of it in your own storytelling, but also to give you some examples of how this story structure has been applied in Hollywood filmmaking and how it can be applied to telling your brand or business story. Now, as a dad of two small daughters, I couldn't think of a better case study for the hero's journey than a movie that's been played at least a thousand times in my household. That is Disney's Frozen. Do you want to build a snowman? Sorry about that. So if you haven't seen it, just beware, there are spoilers in this episode and I promise I won't sing again. So I'm going to walk you through a simplified version of Campbell's theory today. And that's one which was simplified in the late 90s by screenwriter Christopher Vogler. So a, slight, a slightly simplified hero's journey, but you'll absolutely get the gist. Now, you'll want to listen to the end of this one too, because I'm going to share with you how to download my full breakdown guide to walking you through how to use Campbell's theory to tell your own brand story. It's a great little PDF, really visually laid out, and I'll be sharing the download link with you at the end. All right, are you ready? Let's get into it. So the 12 stages of the hero's journey, which I'll map out for you, take the hero on a journey from their ordinary world through the special world of the narrative and then out the other side back to their ordinary world in that cyclical or circular kind of a structure so that they're having, gone and under, so that they're having undergone a change as a result of their adventure. Now, you'll undoubtedly recognise these stages clearly and you'll, when you think about many other popular stories and films such as Star Wars, The Wizard of Oz, The Hobbit and The Matrix and so many more. And of course, Frozen, which we're going to get into in a minute. So let's start with stage one. Stage one is the ordinary world. It's where we find our hero 
who's uneasy or uncomfortable or unaware. There's something that is is happening within their ordinary world that's leaving them not in a comfortable state. So we're introduced to this hero sympathetically so that the audience can identify with the situation that we find this hero in at the start of the story. This hero is shown against a background or environment, something that places them in context of their ordinary life, something that we as an audience can relate to. There's also some kind of polarity in the hero's life, you know, a, a, a yin and a yang or something pulling that, that character in different directions and causing some sort of stress in their ordinary world. So in this first stage, as I use the example from Frozen, we find our hero, who's revealed to be Princess Anna, in her town of or kingdom of Arendelle. And Elsa and Anna are living in the castle. And you see her bigger sister, Elsa, who's hiding away because of her magical frozen powers. And Anna's just bored with her mundane but privileged life. So there's that sense of, of stress there or uneasiness around that relationship between the sisters. So that's their ordinary world where, where the movie begins. Now, from a brand storytelling perspective, this ordinary world, again, the hero so in many cases here the case study here, customer. when we're talking about the hero in the brand story, we'll be talking about a customer or a client or your, your intended ideal customer. So at this stage, the ordinary world, you'll need to establish the ordinary world of your customer and the life they lead before using your product or service. You need to allow the audience to relate to this character so they kind of see themselves in that customer, which they should do if they're your ideal audience. You want them to understand the customer and, and where they are at in their lives. Allow your story to begin in an authentic and relatable way. We move through to stage number two of the hero's journey, and this is called the call to adventure. Now, something powerful needs to happen now. The situation needs to be shaken up, either from external pressures or from something rising up deep within the hero. It's where the hero begins that journey of change. So the call to adventure in Frozen is when Anna meets Prince Hans from the Southern Isles. And he, she falls in love after an hour and singing around the castle. And, um, of course... Her falling in love leads to Elsa getting her cranky pants on and freezing the kingdom. Now, Anna realises that she needs to go and find her sister, and this is her call to action. Now, in our brand storytelling example, again, something powerful needs to happen to your customer, which prompts them to take action, and that action which will eventually lead them to buy from you. So that problem is perhaps escalating in their life or a realization occurs or there's a recurring pain point that happens once too many times. This call to adventure is what will soon lead your audience to begin that journey with your brand. Okay, so stage number three, the refusal of the call. This is where the hero gets cold feet or faces the choice to either accept the call to action or turn away from the adventure, however briefly. So they never actually turn away or the story would never happen, but they're weighing up that idea of maybe I shouldn't go on this adventure. Now, another option here is where Joseph Campbell discusses that maybe there's another character here that may express the uncertainty and danger ahead to our hero. 
So it's that character that is kind of providing the refusal of the call. Now in Frozen, Anna announces that she will go and bring Elsa home and get her to unfreeze the kingdom. Now Prince Hans is that character that tries to stop her from leaving, saying it will be too dangerous, you can't do that. Now Anna decides to accept the call and go on the adventure despite this warning and her fears. Now in your brand story, during this refusal of the call stage, you want to introduce the objections that a potential customer has, either from the perspective of your competition or from their own internal doubts or questions that they have around uh, around what's preventing them from from taking the, the call to action or buying your product or service. Now, what you want to do is address these concerns, but make sure that your hero moves on and accepts the adventure to carry on with your brand story. So stage number four is, Joseph Campbell calls it meeting with the mentor. This is where the adventure begins now in earnest and the hero comes across a seasoned traveler of the world who gives him or her some training, equipment or advice that will help on the journey. In some other cases, the hero finds the mentor within themselves and as they find an internal source of courage and wisdom that bolsters their their drive to action. So back to Frozen, and here we see Kristoff, the ice cutter, and he's soon discovered to be Anna's mentor. He provides the support, guidance, and wisdom to help her on her journey. Now, in your brand's story, you may consider the mentor as a key person in your staff, maybe your CEO or founder or manager. You need to position them here as the trusted expert or mentor to bring them in early into your story And they act to guide the customer as they embark on your brand's story. So meeting with the mentor. Well, let's move on now to stage five, which is crossing of the threshold. And here we're referring to the crossing of the threshold from the ordinary world into the special world of the narrative, which is um, really the critical part of really stepping out into the adventure and starting that significant process of change for our hero. Now this is in storytelling structure, the end of act one. So as we move into act two, the hero commits to leaving the ordinary world behind and entering a new region or condition that's unfamiliar to them. There's unfamiliar rules and values. So they're really deep into the, into the adventure here. In Frozen, Anna and Kristoff are literally thrown across the threshold as they're chased by a pack of hungry wolves on on Kristoff's sled. They find themselves now deep in the frozen mountain, which is the special world in the story of Frozen. Now, the special world within your brand story is the world around your product or service ecosystem. Potentially, it's your interface with your customers, the way you interact with your customers. So that could be your in-store experience, your the design of your software. It could be the process that you undertake with your face-to-face meetings with your clients or the act of delivering your service. You need to allow here for your brand's world to become clear and a definite contrast to the ordinary world from which your customer has come. 
Now, stage six is when we see the tests and allies and enemies, sometimes called trials and tribulations. Now, in Joseph Campbell's theory, this is where the hero is tested and sorts out allegiances in the special world. So from Frozen, this is where we enter our friend Olaf, the snowman. Now, he becomes a keen ally of Anna and Kristoff, and they undergo various tests together, such as fighting giant snowman and facing enemies such as the prince and his, his guards. When we look at this from a brand storytelling perspective, here your brand, your story needs to be strengthened by the allies, such as, and the, the, those allies could potentially be testimonials with other happy customers. Your hero customer now must undergo some sort of tests as they interact with your product or service for the first time. So we need to get a sense of how they're experiencing the trials and tribulations of interacting with your product or service as they become to realize the true benefit that the product brings them. Now, the enemies in this stage are those underlying objections and the old way of doing things that perhaps that thought still lingers somewhat with your ideal customer with your hero. Stage seven is the approach. Now this is where the hero and perhaps their newfound allies prepare for the major challenge that's going to take place in the special world. Now in Frozen, Olaf, Kristoff and Sven, along with Anna, approach Elsa's ice castle. And here we see Anna instruct her allies to let her face Elsa alone. So Anna moves alone into the castle, but she's clearly coming into this phase unsure of her readiness to deal with what's to come. Now, from a brand story perspective, perhaps we want to represent the implementation and initiation for your client or customer to your brand or service. So perhaps the focus here is on the onboarding process or the kickoff of the project or the experience of the delivery of the service. As we move now into stage eight, this is when the real tension and excitement starts to happen in your story. It's known as the ordeal. It's near the middle of the story and it's when the hero enters a central space in the special world and confronts death or faces his or her greatest fear. And then out of this moment of death comes a new life. So in Frozen, this is in Queen Elsa's ice castle and it become, that becomes the central space of the special world as Anna enters the ice castle to speak to her sister. Now, of course, a battle ensues, which results in her being struck by Elsa's magic and she gets chased from the castle by the giant ice monster. Now, her, along with her friends and allies, they actually escape by falling to what could only be a certain death from a towering cliff face. But they land in a snowdrift, which is how they give a new life for now. Now, the ordeal for your hero or customer comes as we expand upon the story by revealing the customer's major use case for your product or service as it becomes realised. So let's say it's the thing that they most need to work with your product or service or, or that they most need to get done. The result that they most want to happen actually gets done and they revel in the success that they've gained from using your 
product or service. We move now to stage nine, which is the reward. In the reward stage, the hero takes possession of the treasure or elixir won by facing death in the ordeal. There may be celebration, but there's also danger of losing the treasure again. In Frozen, Kristoff takes Anna to visit the trolls, because remember she's not feeling well from being slapped in the head by that magic spell. Now it's here with the trolls that she learns the secret. That's all that is needed is one act of true love to unfreeze Anna and free the kingdom. Now this knowledge about the one act of true love, that's her treasure. That's her elixir. And she takes this to further her journey. So Kristoff races her back to Hans because he believes that that one act of true love is to come from Hans and that's what he believes Anna needs. So with your brand story, it, we now need to really clarify what the elixir or treasure is that your customer will be able to take from the journey with your brand. So I wouldn't position here that the elixir or the treasure is your product itself necessarily. I would say that it's more likely to be the result that your product or service provides that customer. So is it time? Have they been given back some precious time? Or is it trust? Is it a feeling of safety or a certain promised result? Maybe it's something they're now educated in. You want to aim to identify the elixir for your brand story and allow your brand story to communicate that moment that your customer gets the elixir and the feelings that they felt. I sometimes call this the aha moment for your client or customer. That time when they really just, it clicked that that is the value of interacting with this brand or service. Okay, we're, we're rounding out now here and we're at stage 10. So stage 10 is the road back. This is about three quarters of the way through the story and it's when the hero is driven to complete the adventure leaving the special world behind, returning back to the ordinary world to be sure that they're bringing that special treasure or elixir home with them. Now, often there's a chase scene here that signals the urgency or danger of the mission. Now, in Frozen, we see Kristoff rushing Anna back to Hans, only to discover that Hans is not the nice guy he pretended to be. And Anna is once again set up for the ultimate test in the coming and final climax. So as we apply this to your brand, it's worthwhile to consider how your hero customer's life is improved by your product or service. So in the stage, the, the road back stage that we're in, this is where we show the customer utilizing your product or service in a way that empowers them in ways that they were unable to be empowered before. So we're seeing that familiarity with your pro product or service, and we're starting to see how it really makes a difference in the lives of your ideal customer. Okay, so let's bring it home for the last two stages of the hero's journey. And stage number 11 is the resurrection. So at the climax of the resurrection, the hero is severely tested once more on the threshold of home. So they've, they've nearly made it home. And this is where he or she is purified by one last sacrifice, another moment of death and rebirth, but this time on a higher and more complete level. By the hero's action, the polarities that were in conflict at the beginning are finally resolved. 
So in Frozen, we see the final scene on the lake, you know, out on the frozen lake in, in Arendelle as Anna, Elsa and Hans and Kristoff, they battle it out. And we see the final test played out perfectly as Anna freezes over and Elsa provides that one act of true love and sacrifice that was needed to unfreeze Anna and unfreeze Arendelle. So as we bring your brand story to the climax, attention turns back to the customer as he or she reflects on where they were before interacting with your brand. We need to revisit the internal struggle between the way they were doing things and the new way of doing things thanks to your brand. And that all becomes reinforced here through the resurrection and through the climax. And finally, stage number 12 is the return with the elixir. This is where the hero returns home or continues the journey, but they're bearing some element of the treasure or the elixir that has a power to transform the world, the ordinary world, just as the hero has been transformed. So life returns now to a new normal for Arendelle as Queen Elsa embraces her magic and brings the kingdom together once more. And in typical Disney style, they skate around on a magical ice skating ring in the kingdom's courtyard. Now, of course, Anna understands now her true feelings for Kristoff, and Elsa and Anna finally have that sisterly connection that they've always wanted, thanks to the elixir, the one act of true love. For your brands now, this is where we need to return again to the establishing locations for your hero character. We need to understand that that hero customer's life has been improved by your brand and they're now ready to take on new growth, new opportunities, new adventures and new success in their life or their business with your brand or product or service by their side. Okay. So there you have it, my breakdown of Joseph Campbell's monomyth, or the hero's journey as applied to two things that have impacted me far too much over the last couple of years. That is Frozen and brand storytelling. I'd love your feedback on this and would be really keen to hear what resonated with you from this breakdown. So leave me a comment on the show notes over at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 11. As mentioned at the top of the show, I have an awesome PDF download that actually breaks down the hero's journey as it applies to brand storytelling for you. And I'd love you to have that for free. So head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 11, that's episode 11, to access that download too. It'll be over there in the show notes. Hey, are you subscribed to Engage With Story on iTunes yet? I'd love you to. So click subscribe. And while you're there, leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. So to finish today's episode once more with a quote, this time by our good friend Olaf the Snowman, winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a happy snowman. I'll be back at you again next Tuesday. So until then, take good care.